0: This next week we have, next week we have Rosh and it's brought down in Halacha that we don't say Tachanun from Rosh 7 Sivan until the thirteenth of 7. So why not? So let's go day by day. Rosh Chodesh we understand we never say we never say Tachanun Rosh Then we have Shvuz, which is this, the sixth of seven. And halacha is that Shvurs, a person had six days after Shvurs to bring karbonus, which he didn't bring on Shvurs. We call him Ashlomah. And therefore, since there were days where a person could still bring the karbonus of Yom, if they're still considered of minor happiness, we don't say Tachanun either. So from six till 13, we understand that's why we don't say Tachanun. The three days before Shvurs, now as the third, the fourth, and the fifth of seven, we don't say Tachanun because those are the three days of preparation. Those are the days when we were getting ready for Kabbalah Satayra. And therefore we have the Shoshamak Bala. So we have a ma'la of Rish We have The of the third, fourth and fifth Yomak And then the sixth is Shavuz. And the week after that is the Hasham of What about the second of seven? Why don't we say Tachnun on the second of seven? So Khazal in the Rishonim, we talk about uh, what's the mailah? of the 2nd of 7 that we don't say next week Wednesday because I'll say it's called the it's a special day a special day and what makes it special so we know that that was the day that Hashem offered the Torah of to Klai Yisrael and Klai Yisrael said Naisav nice so the fact we said Naish Yishma was special and therefore that's also a reason not to say but now what I want to talk about is a Gemara the Gemara says the Gemara says on a Pasuk which is a strange Pasuk in Shashir and the Pasuk says like this the Pasuk says Hashem is talking to the Jewish people and he says to Jewish people li bavtini achoi si kalo, li bavtini which literally means you have captured my heart li bavtini achoi si kalo, Hashem talks to the Jewish people and he says Jewish people you've captured my heart how do we do that? So the carries on. You captured my heart with one of your eyes. The person has two eyes. But the passage says, we captured Hashem's heart with one eye. Now the Gemara in Shabbos on the says, that's the one eye. When, what's the apostle talking about? When did we capture Hashem's heart with one eye? So the Gemara says, when we said Nasev Nishma. When we said Nasev Nishma, that's considered capturing Hashem's heart with one eye. So the Gemara says, okay, so where's the second eye? First, there's two. Where's the second eye? And the Gemara answers when he got the Torah. On Shvuz. What's it meant to me? What's the idea of one eye and two eyes? And why is the one eye compared to of Nishma? And why is the second eye compared to... Uh, that's one question which is that's a topical to the time of year we're in now there's another question people ask this is a general question and that is we know that i the Torah marriage is a two stage process is what's called kiddushin, and then what's called Nesuit in the olden days they used to do them separately they used to get engaged and then later on the year later they used to get married today we do them both under the Chuppah seconds apart. So that's the case today when people decide to get engaged. halachically has zero significance really. It's a decision but there's no halachic back up to that. So what are we celebrating? You a vote an or whatever. What are we celebrating? What's the Simcha about? Okay. So the principle is like this. It's a principle which is negated. Like to Marriage, but we're going to use that as the paradigm to understand how this applies to our relationship with Hashem as well and that is when people look to get married I have this all the time what are we meant to be looking for in a Shiruch? because a shirukh is is conducted in artificial circumstances no one spends their life in hotel lobbies drinking diet coke so that's not giving a person the real reflection of how a person is going to be. How they're going to act in the house, how they're going to act in the children are screaming, how they're going to be a on a busy Friday afternoon. In an artificial world of a shidduch, that's not what you're going to see. So what are you looking for then? What are you looking for? And the silence, always I said, the most important thing. And it's a pasuk. The pasuk says in the Navi, it says, which means, can two people walk together unless they have the same destination? If you're going one direction, I'm going the other direction, we could be the best of friends, but we're going to part company at some stage because we're trying to get to different places. Two people can't walk together unless they're going to the same place. If you're trying to get to the same place, then we can journey together. And therefore... The first question when it comes to a relationship is, are we traveling the same direction? Are we trying to get to the same goal? And that's uh, the first thing that a person needs to look into in any relationship. In other words, the long-term probability of us going together, of staying together, working together is because we're trying to get to the same place. Now... What's the difference between a person who has one eye to a person who has two eyes? A person can see with one eye also. You can see color, you can make out faces, you can see what's going on around him. What's the difference between one eye and two eyes? An animal is then basic uh, science, basic biology knows. The difference is perspective. To see what's nearer and what's further. Or, so in other words, the difference is depth. In other words, two eyes gives me a sense of nearness and farness. If a person only had one eye, he can see things, but he can't, so to speak, see the distance between each one. The, the third dimension of depth is what comes from the fact that a person has two eyes. To put it into the terminology we're speaking about now. Therefore, a person's two eyes gives him, gives him two different vantage points, so to speak. You can see what's near, and you can see what's far. What we're speaking about? Are we going? Are we compatible to journey together? Because are we trying to reach the same destination? Are we good partners for life? Because we're trying to live our lives the same way, and get to the same endpoints? Is looking very far into the future. That's looking at the distance. That's looking at the goal. That's looking at the long term. That's one perspective. There's a second perspective too, and that is the close-up the immediate perspective and that is on a day-to-day basis what are we going to do and, what are we, and how are we going to do things and how, is this going to, how are we going to agree how are we going to get up in the morning and how are we going to run the house and how are we going to get to the daily chores and how are we going to pay the budget and whatever it's going to be that's a different perspective that's a close-up perspective so that's a step-by-step of everything you need to do in order to get there if I had to give you a marshal someone wants to climb a mountain well you need to look at two things first you have to look where you're going you have to see the peak you want to reach the second thing is you have to look at the floor in front of you because if you spend the time just watching the peak you're not going to stay on the track first there's two perspectives there's one perspective of distance the goal I want to reach and there's a second perspective of what's close up in other words the next step I have to take to get there and now here comes the important point if you're talking about developing a relationship with somebody That's in the context of a shidduch. Which one has to come first? Which of these two perspectives has to come first? And the answer is, the long long view. Are we working towards the same goal? That's step one. If we agree bill on that, then there's a potential we can work together. Now, how is it going to play out? And how is a person going to go through all the daily things which need to be done in order to maintain a house, in order to develop and build a family and get to that stage? Yes, that's a lot of short-term, so to speak, decisions and short-term things a person has to do. And you can mold that to work in a way which is going to get to the long-term goal we're trying to reach. So we have to explain it. Getting engaged is that we've come to an agreement on the vision we're going to achieve. Then there's basis for a relationship. When you actually get married and you live together on a day-to-day basis and you have to do everything as a team, then that's the short term of how you're going to get and build the house you want to build and achieve what you want to achieve to eventually achieve the goal you wanted to achieve. But that's afterwards. What makes the basis for the relationship is the the shared vision at the beginning. Good. When Hashem comes to give Klai Yishol the Torah, He does exactly the same thing. The starting point of Hashem offering us the Torah, let's look at the Pesukim. Because the Pesukim say clearly what Hashem told Klai Yisrael, this is the message, to Hashem told Moshe Benin, this is the message to Klai Yisrael. This is the offer for the Torah. And what does Hashem say? M'shamoyat eshubakoli, m'shmartim If You're going to listen to me, you're going to keep the breasts. You're going to be the treasure of all the nations. You'll become holy, you'll become a mamlacha, you'll become a leader of ki- a nation of kings. That's the offer. Does it say anything about what we have to do? About the mitzvahs you have to keep? Not a word. Hashem's offer to the Jewish people was the long term result. If you're going to keep what I tell you, then this is the long term result. You're going to become Kadosh, you're going to become a, a, a Khanim, you're going to become a amsugula. The long term result of keeping the Torah. Are you interested in that goal? Are you willing to work to get to the same direction? If yes, then we're compatible. We're going to the same direction. If not, there's no. Right. This is what Hashem offered us the second of seven. The option. Then what Hashem was offering us was the result. And it was. Is there a common purpose? Are you interested in going there? Is that what you're interested in doing, Claudius Yisrael? And Claudius Yisrael, yes, we wanted to go with Hashem. We wanted the same result. We can call that like an engagement. If that's the case and there was an agreement between us and Hashem, we're going to work together because the 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 goal, the result that HaKadosh offered us is the goal we want. So there's room for us to work together. That's what the Gemara says. Hashem says, Libavtini. You've captured my heart. We've made a relationship. Why? Why? As long as the first eye is there, which means the goal, we were, we're sharing the goal. We're both looking towards the same future. then there's a mock a relationship. Well, the simcha of a relation, of an engagement, or in this case, the simcha of the second of Sivan, is the libab tuni. There's a connection. Based on the one eye. Based on the eye which sees the distance. But at this stage, there was nothing yet to do. We had agreed to make, the, to work with Hashem to get where he wanted to get to. That was looking one direction. That was seeing the distance of what we want to achieve. To become Kaddish, to get a Mabai, whatever it's going to be. Where's the second eye? Says the Gemara, where's the eye which sees right in front of you? And therefore looks at every step of the way that I take? That's what we got the Torah. Because when we got the Torah, it's like a marriage. And now you got to start acting the part. You've got to do the mitzvahs, you got to keep falach, you got to be careful what you do, you you got to follow the order of the Shulchan Aruch. That's the short-term eye. I get up in the morning and I look where am I going to dive and how am I going to wash the and and all the other mitzvahs that I have to do on today, right now. That's the short term. That's the eye, the second eye, the eye which looks to the to right in front of you, to what's the next step to do. That's like when you get married. Now it's not just discussing in the hotel lobby the dreams for the future. Now you got to think about step by step. What are we doing? How are we going to get there? But the important point is like this. The important point is when you get to step two you can't lose the first time. When the person gets to the stage where they're focusing on all, this, all the jobs we need to do, then what's going, and that's all they think about, they're going to lose sight of the objective where they go. It's going to become so much a person's taken up in all the things which are necessary to keep a house running, and all the activities necessary in order to make a par and all the jobs necessary in order to bring up kids. If that's all the person focuses on he only focuses on the short term eye and he loses the long term eye he loses direction he loses direction it's like the person who looks up at and sees the peak of the mountain but now he's obviously watching the path he doesn't realize which path he's going he's just staying on a path he might end up in a different place the nakoda is you have to keep both perspectives if, if your person looks hold at just with a long term perspective he's never going anywhere he can sit and dream, watch the peak of a mountain but he's never getting anywhere near it If a person only looks at the short-term perspective, he loses focus on where he's going. You need both. The person has two eyes. He needs a perspective of, to focus on, what am I doing right now? But at the same time, don't lose sight of, and am I I getting closer to the goal I'm trying to get to? And this is the Pasuk in Mishle. The Pasuk says this to us. The Pasuk says, Which means, Your eyes should see what's, Way ahead of you, the habat is always to see far. is the neichach. What's at the other extreme? The distance. But Your eyes also have to make it the right what's in front in front of you to make sure what the road in front of you is straight. I don't walk off the path right now. You need both. Now, naturally, what happens is people tend to lose the focus on the long term goal. People tend to. Uh, get so caught up in the short term of what they have to do they lose focus of the distance and that can happen in a relationship that just the demands and the necessities of providing for a family of looking after a house of dealing with children so you completely forget one second where are we trying to get this to where are we trying to achieve in life where are we going to that's the one thing it can happen in Yiddish Kai too a person gets so caught up in the halacha and keeping the mitzvah and what he has to do every day there's a second part to this also where are we going where are we going? We're doing the we're doing mitzvahs. Why? Where are we going with all of this? And that's why we have a special day. And I always tell couples, it's a good thing to re- mark and celebrate the day of your, you know, the anniversary of your wedding. Very healthy. It's also a good thing to celebrate the day you got engaged. It's also important. But the way to celebrate that is remember what you both wanted to do when you got engaged. Put bring that back into focus. I think, a year later on, are we closer to that? Have we taken a few more steps to the home we imagined we are going to build? It's the life we planned we were going to lead. And Yiddish we have the same thing. We have Matan Torah. That's the anniversary of when you got married. And that's when we took on all the responsibilities. So yes, we celebrate Shavuos, because that's celebrating the day we began keeping all the Torah. The day Hashem gave us the Torah, we started keeping the Torah. But there's what to celebrate on the 2nd of Sivan also. Because that's the day we made the agreement with Hashem. The Yom HaMiyuchas. The day where we agreed to Hashem's long-term vision for us. The day where we captured Hashem's heart, so to speak. But we're making that our vision too. And if you are going to celebrate, so we're going to focus on the 2nd of Sivan. The Yom Then what we need to think about is the goal. Another year of learning, another year of Torah and Mitzvahs, do we feel we are closer to becoming the Amsagunah? To becoming the Amlechus in the Goy Kodesh? Do we feel that we're getting closer to the goal that we and Hashem both want us to get to? And if that's the case, then we have two things to celebrate. We have to celebrate the first eye, which was the eye of the long-term commitment, and the second eye, which is the eye of keeping up with our responsibilities to achieve that commitment. When a person is both together, then there's a chance that they're going to achieve uh, what they originally set out to do. And in the terms of the Torah, that you're going to get to the level of being the Malachas Karni Vagay